It is already time for Sabres After Dark. We will preview Sabres Oilers, a 9.30 puck drop on Tuesday night. Sabres lineup, Oilers lineup. Also a betting preview of tonight's matchup all ahead here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Joe DiBiase. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including our YouTube channel. Be sure to check us out on YouTube where you can watch the show at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. Uh, like and subscribe wherever you may be listening or watching today's program. Uh, Sabres and Oilers, we've got a Sabres after dark, and we've got an early one in the regular season for the Buffalo Sabres. Um, so we'll preview tonight's game, look at the lineups for both teams, the starting goaltenders, also a full betting preview of tonight's matchup as well. Uh, as always, we love when our fans get involved, and whether that's a tweet, whether that's a YouTube comment, whether that's a uh, – I guess that's it. You can send an email if you want it, locked on, locked on sabers at gmail.com. Um, but uh, we have a couple of YouTube comments that I wanted to read through today. Um, it's from Maxwell. Maxwell Carl Scott on YouTube asks – Ever since Donnie Meatballs trotted the team onto the ice, I've been saying the power play combos units are not even close. Ocposo so good on the half wall with the second unit last year. Now he's parked in front of the net. Do you think that Ocposo should be put back on the wall or left in front of the net? Uh, also, what's up with Hinostroza being healthy set? Um, so I have an answer for you on Hinostroza coming in just away in just a minute, uh, Maxwell. But I do agree with the Ocposo point being on the wall of the power play. I think you're right. I think Oposo's strength on the power play is his shot, is his release. He's not a good one-time guy, but that wrist shot when he curls it into the face-off circle uh, has been very, very strong. So I agree. I would put someone else there. You could have a bunch of different guys parked in front of the net. Um, and I, I think Oposo on the wall is uh, is the move that they should probably go with, but are not going to, uh, at least yet. Um, let's get right to it on tonight's lineup. The Sabres lineup as they prepare for the Edmonton Oilers. We'll start in goal and work our way out. So Eric Comrie is going to start in goal tonight. All indications are, as he was the first to leave the ice in Edmonton. This is good. I like this. I thought Comrie was great in game number two against Florida. I thought Anderson was good in game number one. I don't want to take anything away from him, but Comrie was dynamite, and he really is supposed to be this team's number one. He's someone we're trying to find out how good he is and also has the highest ceiling of these two uh, in a in a runaway, I would say. Um, so Comrie starting tonight, love that. Uh, the lineup for tonight, I mentioned on yesterday's episode, we might be in line for Peyton Krebs to be a healthy scratch as Krebs did not practice with the regular line on Monday. He skated with Riley Sheehan uh, and Anders Bjork, which has been an extra line. Now, by the way, Anders Bjork has since been waived and has cleared waivers. So Anders Bjork down to Rochester, not even a first rotate-in guy with the Sabres. That'll be Riley Shan, I guess. Um, Bjork clears waivers. Part of that Taylor Hall trade. By the way, all the Bruins fans and writers and media that are like talking about the, the Taylor Hall trade, that trade is forever going to annoy me because the other side is never going to get it. They're just never going to get it. 
the Bruins side thinks, oh, it's just a second round pick that you that you got and a, a, a fourth liner in Anders Bjork. When in reality, the Sabres actually did as well as they could in that trade because Taylor Hall had a full no movement clause. And that will be forgotten, I guess, throughout throughout history. Sabres have one trade partner to deal with. And by the way, they signed him before the season for nothing with an agreement that they would trade him had the season not gone well. So they basically got a free second-round pick out of all this. So I don't know Alexander Kisikov's going to actually become anything, but it was a wash. Hall was here for three months and left. What, what was the harm? They signed him for free. They traded him for a second-round pick. They got a free second-round pick out of Taylor Hall. So I'm not hating that trade in any way. And I, oh, it annoys me when Boston gets a hold of it and uh, they start running with it. Uh, but anyways, Bjork waved. Krebs was practicing with them, but Krebs back on a regular line on the Tuesday morning skate. And the man that is likely going to be healthy scratched is going to be Jack Quinn. Jack Quinn was rotating in along with Riley Shan. Krebs was actually up on a line with Kyle Poso and Zemgis Girgitz. It's kind of a weird fit. As Krebs is more of a one-dimensional offensive playmaker, Oposo Gergensen's more of the checking line, two-way specialist. Uh, Rasmus Asplund, who was centering that line, was bumped up with Casey Middlestat and Victor Olofsson. I actually don't mind that line. I like Middlestat as a puck carrier and a playmaker. Olofsson as a sniper and Asplund there to do the dirty work. Uh, Dylan Cousins was centering J.J. Paterka and Vinny Hino-Stroza. So that line, remember had been really strong with Krebs on it. Now Krebs gets moved off, Hinostroza in, fine. I wish Quinn was still playing. Uh, it's weird to me that Hinostroza is playing up top, up top of him. Maybe Granados wants to keep him fresh. I don't know. Uh, the top line, Tage Thompson centering Alex Tuck and Jeff Skinner. Tuck is there to get Skinner and Thompson going. Olofsson is not a puck carrier. And Thompson, at his best, is a goal scorer in the slot. So I think Tuck as doing the dirty work and the guy that can come through the neutral zone with speed, get the puck into the zone and let those two go to work once you're in the offensive zone and be the responsible guy in his own end. Tuck is the perfect line mate for Skinner and Thompson. I would not touch that line. Leave it as it is. It's better when Tuck is there than when Olofsson is there. That is, to me, the line that should be set in stone. The rest of them you could juggle if you want, but that line has got to stay, especially if you're going to keep Thompson and Skinner together. And they work really well in the offensive zone together. The problem is they could be a liability in the neutral zone and into the defensive zone. So you need someone that can complement their skill sets to allow them to be together in the offensive zone. Olsen is not that. Tuck is. They should keep Tuck on that line. Glad to see the Granado got there uh, only three games into the season. Uh, so that's your forward lines for tonight's game. On the D pairings, Matias Samuelson and Rasmus Dahlin, no surprise there. Owen Power and Henry Okiharu, no surprise there. And Jacob Bryson and Ilya Labushkin. So Comrie and Nett, and that's your lineup. We'll take a timeout here. We'll get to the Oilers lineup before we get to a full betting preview of tonight's game. Sabres after dark, our first installment of it uh, tonight here, uh, not on the Locked Sabres podcast, but in Edmonton. And we'll talk about it tomorrow here on Locked On Sabres. So we'll take a timeout. We'll talk about what the Oilers have in store for the Sabres. Who's in net for Edmonton? What do their lines look like? Who's playing with Connor McDavid to start this season? That's always a rotating door, right? We'll let you know when we come back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. We are brought to you by Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself. It's one of life's greatest joys. I'm not even exaggerating. It's my breakfast every morning. And, you know, if some, you try not to have more than one a day because I like to savor them. But after a workout, they're perfect for that too because of all the protein. There's a new flavor. New flavor of Built Bar Puff. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough. 
covered in chocolate. That's right. Built Bar has done it again. It's a cookie dough chunk puff. It has a light, chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks in it. And, of course, they're 100% covered in real chocolate. Cookie dough chunk puffs. They're only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to BuiltBar.com. Snag a box for you and your family. It'll be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all new Built Bars, the new chocolate-covered Built Bar chocolate cookie dough chunk puff excuse me is 100 covered in real chocolate it's healthy and it's tasty you're gonna love it go to billbar.com use the promo code locked 15 you'll get 15 percent off your order use the promo code locked on 15 for 15 percent off at built.com joe dibiase on dog duty while i do the uh the lot the podcast here finn is underneath the table right now you can't see him uh do you want to make an appearance no, he's looking up at me. He does not want to make an appearance. Uh, all right. We'll move on to the Oilers then. And Finn, if you want to join the show, you let us know at some point. Uh, the Oilers lineup for tonight. We'll start with the goaltender. It is going to be backup netminder Stuart Skinner for tonight's game. That's good. It's good for the Sabres. Cam Talbot, I think, had a shutout the other night. 31 saves on 31 shots I saw uh, from Talbot. I'm not sure if that was five on five or the whole game. I think it was the whole game. I think Talbot's coming off a shutout. Uh, Stuart Skinner. He's only played 15 games in the NHL. Last year served as their backup. Uh, pretty good numbers, though. A 9-15 save percentage in his 15 games of action. Skinner, by the way, is the one. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Not Talbot. Stuart Skinner is the one who had 31 saves on 31 shots. So he had a shutout in his only appearance of the season so far. So still a backup goaltender. Still consider that good from the Buffalo Sabres standpoint. They faced a lot of backups last year, and hopefully that will be a trend that carries on here. They faced a backup in Spencer Knight for Florida, even though he's more of a 1B type guy than a backup. Skinner is more of a definitive number two. Um, so that's two backups already. That Sabre. Actually, three. I, I forgot because Cam Talbot was uh, – I... okay, see, now I'm all over the place with my goaltender. Sorry. Early in the season, I got to formulate where everybody is. Cam Talbot's in Ottawa. Sabres did not face Cam Talbot. He was injured, so they faced a backup goaltender in night one. They faced a backup goaltender in Spencer Knight in night two. And Jack Campbell, excuse me, is the Oilers starter. Jack Campbell is now in Edmonton. So much goalie movement. Uh, Skinner is the backup. So three games in a row where the Sabres are facing a team's number two netminder. So Skinner and net. Fine. Jeez, sorry. Long story short. Skinner and net for the Oilers. Looking at their lines, Connor McDavid. Uh, always playing with different line mates, right? It's Zach Cassian at times, Devander Kane. It's even beyond Dreisaitl when they want to do a super line. Ryan Nugent Hopkins moves to the wing. Um, Jesse Puyi Well, tonight, Connor McDavid will be centering Evander Kane and Kyler Yamamoto. Now, that's been pretty lock solid. Ever since Kane got to Edmonton, he has been playing a lot with Connor McDavid and Yamamoto uh, getting a lot of minutes there as well. He's on the right side. Second line for the Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl centering Zach Hyman and Jesse Puyarvi. That will be the line to me that is most intriguing. I don't know what the Sabres want to do matchup-wise. I would have thought the Rasmus Asplund, Oposo, Gergensen's line would be matched up with McDavid, but Granado taking Asplund off of that line. Maybe he's trying to more balance out uh, all the defensive responsibilities throughout the four lines, so not to have one line that just gets run over in their own end. Maybe that's the strategy here. Um, I don't really know who they match up with McDavid's line. I just... You know, 
bite the bite the bullet. I guess the Krebs line, I would go Krebs, Oposo, and Gergensen. Just have Gergensen out there. Gergensen is the best forward on the team to cover a player like McDavid because Gergensen is fast. Gergensen is physical. He's responsible defensively. Um, and he's very good at holding onto the puck in the offensive zone, which serves to just be defense. That every second I have the puck is a second you don't have the puck. So I like the Gergensen's line to be matched up. Uh, with McDavid, but again, I would have felt more comfortable saying that if Asplund was the center and not Krebs. Drysdale, I don't know what you do. Drysdale, you just got to hope and pray that the Thompson line maybe can do it. Um, it's going to be tough for matchups tonight. And I, remember, the Sabers can't decide this anyway. It'll be from the Oilers uh, who who matches up with which line. Third line for the Edmonton Oilers. This is their strength, their team, right down the middle. McDavid one, Drysdale two, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Three, centering Warren Fogel and Dylan Holloway. It's more of a throwaway line. It's Nugent Hopkins uh, as a third-line center, and then just put whoever with him. Ryan McLeod, Marcus Niemelin, and Devin Shore is the fourth line. On the blue line for Edmonton, they've always been thin on that blue line in Edmonton, and that has not changed. They are still an underwhelming unit. Darnell Nurse, Cody Ceci is the top pair. Ryan Murray and Evan Bouchard is the second pair. I do like Bouchard. Uh, and then Brett Kulak and Tyson Berry is the third pair. So, again, kind of a weak blue line uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. So, that's their lineup. Um, actually, you want to look through their stats real quick? That's always fun to do, right? Look at McDavid's stats uh, three games into a season. And there is Connor McDavid with four goals and one assist in two games. So the Oilers have only played two games so far this year. This is their third. Uh, f- five points. Yeah, four goals, one assist for McDavid. One goal, four assists for Dreisaitl. Uh, a goal and an assist for Darnell Nurse. Two points for Zach Hyman and Evander Kane. Uh, we'll take a time out here and we'll talk. look at some of the betting lines at Bet Online when we come back here on the Locked on Savers podcast with Joe DiBiase. Welcome back to the Locked on Sabres podcast. Joe DiBiase at Sneaky Joe Sports on today's show, previewing Sabres after dark between the Sabres and the Edmonton Oilers. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. When we're done here, make your second listen game to game NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on game to game covers everything from across the National Hockey League with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. Follow game to game on Locked on NHL channel available on Odyssey, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, some of the betting lines for today's game between the Buffalo Sabres and the Edmonton Oilers from our partners over at betonline.ag. So, as we look at the lines for tonight's game, uh, you can very clearly see to start here that the Sabres are an underdog, as you would expect, as a road team against a team that was in uh, the conference finals last season. The Sabres are not as big an underdog, though, as I would have thought. And maybe a lot of that has to do with the fact that Edmonton is starting their backup goaltender. Sabres are plus 193 on the money line. So just about 2-1 to one to win this game. Uh, the Oilers in this game are minus 215. Puck line, Sabres are plus a goal and a half at minus 130. So about even money. And then plus 110 for the Oilers at minus a goal and a half. And the over-under is 7. So I bet the under in my last game, I'm going to go back to that well, and I'm going to choose the under in this game, uh, even though a little bit of the juice is on the under at minus 113. I'm going to go under 7 goals at minus 113 is my favorite bet uh, for the over-under tonight. Uh, In terms of the puck line, um, I don't want to touch the money line. The puck line, though, I do like the Sabres because you're getting almost 50-50 odds, and you just need them to lose by uh, at least one goal. I think the Sabres have been playing these teams close. They played for what they did from Florida. What they did against Florida shows me they could get beat in a game where they're 
definitively the second best team and they could keep it close. They could keep it tight. They could play well on their own end, get their chances, kind of play a counterattack, almost soccer style-esque uh, performance when you're playing a top team. Um, I think the Sabres can win a game like that. And I think they can keep that game uh, very close. Um, some of the prop bets for tonight's game. Looking at it at Bet Online. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, the favorite to score, minus 135 to score a goal. I am not in on that. McDavid, minus 110. Um, I do like Tage Thompson in this game, a plus 175 to get a goal. I think the Granado is going to get him going with Alex Tuck on that line. I think T- Thompson's almost been playing a role. He's been bad in the first two games, D- or three games, two games, excuse me. Definitively, Thompson has been bad. But I think he's been asked to play a role that is not suited for him, which is puck carrier, neutral zone guy, zone entry men. I like that Tuck is there to help out with a lot of that stuff. Um, I think that will open up the ice a little bit for Tage Thompson. can allow him to be more of a finisher and allow um, Alex Tuck to be more of a uh, of a playmaker in this, in this game. So I got Thompson at plus 175. I like the under. Seven goals, and I like the Sabers uh, to win the game. Not to win the game, but to cover the puck line at plus a goal and a half. That is going to do it for us here on the Lockdown Sabers podcast. Enjoy the game tonight. I will talk to you tomorrow after it is all set and done, and uh, hopefully we have a Sabers win to talk about. So we'll talk about it then at Sneaky Joe Sports at Lockdown Sabers to follow us on social media. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel if you've not done so yet. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now, we're going to make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone bring you the fantasy edge to keep you ahead of the competition with daily updates of news, analysis, and advice Monday through Friday. Available on YouTube, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you tomorrow. Later.